welcome to Random Gaming Toolkit's Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Doing alright, apart from some bandwidth and internet issues, but uh, it should be sorted now, hopefully. So, there we go. Uh, what have you been playing within the last week? <clears throat> well, I did, I did manage to finally get back the, past that uh, dumb boss bat battle mm. in uh, Fallen Order. I figured out that if you angle yourself when he does one of his, like, claw stabs, you can be far away and throw the lightsaber and get a couple, three hits on him. Hmm. And so that helps speed up the process a lot. Uh, But I got mostly sidetracked because XCOM Chimera Squad launched a couple days ago. Uh, This was technically a Steam early access, but it's not listed as early access. It was just like a, a buy it now uh, pre-order thing and it was half off so it was only $10 on Steam it's a little unfinished and when I say unfinished it's just like there's some weird graphical hitches to where you'll um, get on the city map and then some uh, audio that was supposed to play before you got to the city map would start kicking in and then you would uh, you know, train a, a unit to get a certain skill upgrade and then it would show on the map that on your main screen that it wasn't going. So you go back to it and it would uh, then update that to show that it was going little things like that. Nothing like super, super serious, but it just, it's obvious that the game got kicked out the door before it was done. Hopefully it'll get patched up and sorted out. But other than that, I mean, it's still XCOM. It's still kind of fun. Um, The only problem is, is that you don't get to actually build your characters. They're all pre-built to just come in and then, uh, you're limited to a four squad and then a robot uh, backup, which I haven't figured out how to actually deploy the robot backup yet. Um, so that really limits you in terms of uh, squad skills and things like that. So, Cool, cool. Uh, but you're getting on with it well and all that? Yeah, I'm getting through it. The game basically breaks down into there. something bad happens at the start, and there's three factions in the city that you're in that could be caused with it. So you go through everything to try to figure out, you know, who did it. Um, and it's a little different than the rest of the XCOMs games because it has stages to where you'll have to like breach into an area, clear the area. And then you breach into a second area, clear that area. And then you breach into a third area, clear that area. So hmm. cool. Nice. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, not really. I haven't put a lot of time into uh, chimera squad. So that's been taking up most of my game time. Um, so how far past the, I'll just call it a bat boss fight for lack of better word, how far past that did you get in uh, uh, Star Wars? I got past that and then I got past the Jedi planet to where your last big weapon upgrade comes into and I'm a little bit past that but not farther. Okay, cool. I don't know how far I am in the storyline. Cool. Uh, do you remember if I mentioned life is strange last week because i can't remember if i did i don't think you did no okay because i finished um went back and finished episodes the last two i can't remember if it's three and four or i think it's four and five the last two i'd done half of uh episode four and then went back and basically finished it um yeah it's just it's still what was it no i I, yeah last week i did mention it but i hadn't finished it i don't think um, yeah, because I remember I said I I came I had to come off of it to do the podcast basically, uh, and do some other stuff. So yeah, I, me- I remember going back to it and mentioning that last week, but I didn't mention finishing it because I hadn't. Um, so yeah, went and um, continued and finished basically the rest of that. 
Uh, and of course that's the sort of um, anthology story. I don't know if they're doing a season 3 or Life is Strange 3 or whatever. But uh, obviously we don't know about that yet. Um, it's still got a lot of the same kind of problems. Which I, I, I'm going to put it down to a, a pacing issue. To where sometimes the game is just really sluggishly slow. With just really... But dialogue that's just too basic. It's like, okay, these characters aren't doing anything. And then kind of all of a sudden something happens. And then the game just, you know goes crazy kind of thing um and uh, i think it's a bit i think it's a balancing issue and i think it's a pacing issue with with the game and that's not just with the fourth and the fifth fifth episode that's with the entire thing um as as you could kind of expect the last sort of half of the or the last part of the fifth episode is is paced pretty well obviously because it's the ending and they want to sort of ramp up the ending and all that um i'm not going to spoil what happened in my ending of course there is a bunch of different ones i basically got the most violent ending but it was still kind of a happy ending like nothing bad particularly happened one thing i will point out though and this might not necessarily happen to everybody depending on what choices you make there's a really really big cliffhanger at the end of episode either two or three i can't quite remember i think it's at the end of episode three and they never addressed it. They never went back and addressed it. And I kept waiting for them to. And then I realised they were just drifting further and further and further away from it. Um, I'm not going to say what the cliffhanger is. Because it involves a pretty big um, you know, thing in the game. Uh, in the story. But I was... As as the fifth episode itself was going further and further and further. I was like, okay, you're not, you're not going to get back to this cliffhanger, are you? And they didn't. And I was really, really surprised by that. Um, does that surprise you that they didn't? I mean, I know you don't know what I'm talking about necessarily, but uh, does that kind of surprise you? No, not really. No? No? Um, I mean, but... that you, when you think about the timing of that, that's right when uh, um, Telltale was going through all their uh, issues and eventually got this, shut down. This so. is from, uh, I think it's Don't Nod, they're called. So this, this isn't one of the uh, Telltale games, but... Um, uh. Yeah, so cause it, this is the... Cause they, I can't remember what the name of the game is, but I remember at the Game Awards last year, they announced that they're doing... Because that was after the fifth episode came out. Because episode five came out in uh, December. Uh, speaking of time frame-wise, by the way, because the, the save file obviously was still there from, from last week when I went to resume episode four. The date that I last played that game was August... So it would it had been quite a few months. Somehow I like clicked straight back into place with what was happening, maybe because it was so slow at, the, at that time. But I, I remembered exactly what was happening for all the us. At least what six months or something. You know, you're, you're talking August until yeah April. Uh, it had been a while because there was this. Re- if if people are wondering why that kind of happened as well, there was this really big gap in the episode releases as well. Um, because ba- yeah, at some point between between August and December, there was a gap of at least that big, if not bigger, uh, for the release of episode five, which was in December. Because uh, I think that yeah, that episode five came out before the Game Awards. Because uh, at the Game Awards, Don't Nod announced. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a new game that they announced. Um, so yeah, things that span months, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I, w- I was pretty shocked that they didn't address the cliffhanger for episode three. A- everything else outside of that cliffhanger wraps up pretty well um, to-, to a point where I didn't need any more from the story. But I just wanted to know what happened with the other cliffhanger. So hey, who knows? Maybe I'll look online and somebody shows a different path and they found out something else that happened. Maybe, maybe it was a choice that I made to where I couldn't, couldn't 
kind of go back or something but um so i might look around on reddit or whatever or, or on youtube see if there's a resolution to the cliffhanger so uh outside of that obviously been playing more more call of duty uh it's got another update so that'll be fun um i went to start the update today just to see how long it was and it's 90 gigabytes uh and i know that that's not the whole game because it's at least bigger than that one thing i want to do is when I go to install the game to unselect the Warzone stuff, and that's not me like bashing on Warzone again, obviously I've expressed that I don't like the mode, but if I don't like it and I'm not going to use it, that's probably like a good 30, 40 gig of the update, and I don't need it. It's not requ- it's not required for me to play the main multiplayer section of the of the game, but because uh, there was this there was this post from um, Push Square on. I think it was like Monday or something, and they said, oh, a new Call of Duty update is coming on Wednesday. And I was like, okay, so I'll uh, wait for that to come out or whatever. And they said that it pushes the game to near 200 gigabytes. That's that's just ridiculous, I think. Um, and I get it, the game's got, you know, campaign, multiplayer, spec ops, store, war zone. There's, quite, there's a lot of stuff in there, but that's still enormous. So, um, any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, no, I don't play those games really, but if it's like more maps... That would make more sense as a mm. uh, yeah. that's that size of an update. Um, but past that, no, not really. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, yeah, just to give an update on Ori as well. I'm not like done with the game or whatever. I just haven't really been in the mood necessarily to play it. It's a very very tough game, and I've just been in the mood for. I mean, Call of Duty is a tough game. I was just in the mood to finish some other stuff as well uh, and try some other stuff out. Uh, speaking of new stuff that I've played as well, have you heard of Gang Beasts? Yeah, I've seen it before. Um, I know it was popular with Let's Players a while back, but nothing mm-hmm. since then. Yeah, it, it's. It, I I could see it being good as like a party Twitch streaming kind of game because it's obviously a multiplayer thing. Uh, for those of you that don't know what Beast Stars is, um, how could you describe this game? It's basically a game where you play as these little men on platforms, and the, there's the emphasis on basically okay, you have to throw the other players off the platform or push them into stuff or whatever basically you have to get them you know off the level and that sort of thing uh you're given fairly basic mechanics you can you know move jump uh you get individual controls for the arms uh, so like lifting people up or punching people or you can headbutt as well um and you basically have to try and knock the other players unconscious uh and these are like little what would you describe them as like little animated kind of characters they're not they don't look more like, like a claymation blob yeah yeah that that sort of thing um and it's very kind of bouncy sort of thing i guess you could say um mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a it's a pretty fun game what were your thoughts on the game when you kind of saw it first i i saw it for what it was it looked like it would be a fun game if mm. you were a, a twitch streamer or a let's player and you wanted something to play with the community yeah yeah um but uh, there, there's some really cra- <laughs> there's been some really crazy things that have happened in the game uh there was one situation where um you're on these like lifts or these elevator things from like the the outside of the building, and um, th- basically th- there's this kind of mechanic in the game to where if you're on a certain surface that's a bit more unstable, if too many, I don't know exactly what causes it, but I think it's if too many, if you get like five players on one platform and they're all throwing each other about, that platform will start to become loose, and once it becomes loose and breaks, all the players on it will fall. And uh, there's some very interesting kind of tactics that I've seen around that um, and that sort of thing. But it's it's really, really fun to play. I'm looking forward to, to playing more of it as well. And um, 
yeah, it's been it's been a fun game. Uh, the other thing that I started was uh, Doom Eternal. Still working my way through that. It's you know it, it's a mindless kind of glory shooter uh, kind of thing. You know, there's not really any story or any character in it. But if you want to go through and use loads of different weapons and and go through that and and use the new kind of platforming technique uh, or me- mechanics type of things because um, I've heard that like Doom didn't really used to sort of have that. I mean, the the old Doom games going back. They, you know, had just sort of basic left or right movement, didn't they? Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this has got some platforming stuff and uh, just some some fun guns to use as well. So if it's that's kind of that's one of the games you you could you could have that as like a podcast game um, where, where you could just you could just listen to some stuff uh, or some music or whatever uh, and just kind of shoot your way through some levels. Um, have you seen any on Doom Eternal? Yeah, I've seen a few clips of people playing the game, and it looks like just what it is. I mean, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just want a, a fun, cathartic game of just blowing everything up. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any interest in it? Like I said before, I'm not good with shooters, and I, I tend yeah. not to play them for the most part. <laughs> and I'm always honest with you and the listeners of the podcast. Sure. I'm just not good at them. <laughs> yeah. Um, what well, one one kind of thing I had to kind of adapt to and get used to was because obviously I've been playing Call of Duty for several months at this point. And obviously on Call of Duty, you can do a lot more running and sliding and jumping. This, it's just moving and jumping. So I had to kind of adapt to that. Okay, no, you can't slide or run over there. Whether or not you unlock something later on, I don't know. But uh, that was interesting to kind of adapt to. Uh, last thing I want to talk about as well is I did actually start the campaign for Call of Duty, uh, the single-player stuff. It's it's really, really good. Uh, there's a lot of emphasis, though, on suicide bombers and stuff. There's actually this particular mission in uh, Piccadilly, of course, which is a real uh, UK location and uh, you have to go through and like save people and all that and um i don't know if fun, i don't think fun's the right word to use i was talking about this on on geek town as well earlier this week of course you can check that out uh, geektown.co.uk and uh, if you search for geek town as well and uh, that was this week's episode that i was on uh, of course that's that's the news website that david runs for those of you that don't know um yeah it's i don't i don't think fun's the word to use or really entertaining but it's interesting to play through uh but it's it's more the emphasis on like going in and saving people kind of thing uh there's been some really really good missions there's been some slightly more boring missions what i tend to notice with i guess myself with those games i just don't really like the big open warfare levels where get, like things like um ground war on the multiplayer or Warzone or that if the map's like really really big and you've got like tanks and all this sort of stuff that's just i just i, I prefer the much more sort of close um uh close quarters sort of a uh, combat and, and that sort of thing uh, that's, prob- that's probably why i like cyber attack as well it's very kind of quick and fast paced and and kind of smaller and all that so that's been good as well so uh that's basically everything i've been playing so uh there we go let's move into some housekeeping we'll see you for that in a minute Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. 
and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, let me just bring up the website here. Um, So, we've got a new podcast for Westworld, which was uploaded today. That is Season 3. Let me scroll down. Season 3, Episode 7. The penultimate episode for Season 3. Of course, if you're interested in Westworld, uh, it's on HBO in the US and it's on Sky Atlantic in the UK. I think you you can currently view um, Seasons 1 through 3 on Sky Atlantic. Of course, they can't keep those episodes forever because they don't own them but uh, go and check that out, that out as well the season finale will be next week season three episode eight uh afterlife uh, from ricky gervais uh came out with its second season that's of course the netflix original show uh i gave it a don't skip rating and called it another masterpiece work of arts um have you seen the second season yet of uh... not yet i keep getting uh that popping up as something to watch i just never get around to doing it so okay did you finish the first you finished the first season didn't you no, I haven't even seen the first season. Okay, alright. But uh, yeah, that's on Netflix if you want to watch that. Uh, really, really good stuff again from uh, Ricky Gervais. So go and check that out as well. Uh, Let's Play Sundays for Moss on PSVR. There'll be one more uh, Moss Let's Play uh, released next week. And that will actually be the ending of the game. So uh, that will be the first time i finished a game on Let's Play. So we'll have a look out for that next week. But if you want to see the other episodes, there's been three of those uh, for Moss on PSVR. Uh, last week, me, Bex and Robert did a TV talk. We talked about Tiger King. Uh, I watched the one episode and no more. Uh, so we talked about that. Uh, Robert talked about it and Bex talked about it. Well, we all talked about it. Uh, we talked about The Boys on Amazon Prime. And um, Robert talked about The Masked Singer on Fox in the US. Have I got that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fox in the US and ITV in the UK, which obviously makes sense so you can go and watch those and i also gave a load of uh praise to zoe's extraordinary playlist which i refuse to stop doing as long as the show is good uh, and there'll be a new episode later today which i'm very much looking forward to so go and check that out as well last week on gaming talk we talked about crisis being remastered uh that's the game from crytek of course it'll be available on uh, PC, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One. Uh, we talked about the Peaky Blinders video game. Of course, that's based on the uh, British BBC TV show. That's on Netflix and on uh, the BBC uh, in the UK. By the way, Netflix added Season 5 today of Peaky Blinders. So if you want to get caught up with that, uh, that's available on there as well. I don't know where that is in the US or internationally, but uh, check streaming services. Um, we talked a bit about Next Gen as well, because uh, it was the Bloomberg article, article that you... Uh, was it Bloomberg? The one that you talked about for uh, the Next Gen stuff uh, last week. Yeah. So we talked about that as well. Um, Run, uh, on the run for the podcast, uh, the podcast for the TV show called Run, rather, uh, had its second episode last week. Uh, it will have its, have its third one later today, so look out for the podcast well, later today for episode 3, but I've covered seasons 1, episodes 1 and 2. That's the limited series on HBO in the US and Sky Comedy in the UK. Uh, Westworld, we'll talk about that. Uh, Better Call Saul had its season finale last um, week, season 5, episode 10, and uh, it will be back for its sixth and final season at some point in the future. So you can check that out as well. And that's everything that's been going on on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's get into the news.
so I want to start with the weird event of the day, which is the Assassin's Creed stream. Um, it sounds like from what you what we were saying before we started recording that you didn't know this was going on today. Um, it was cut. It was a bit sort of released out of the blue. I'm just gonna quickly check right now if the stream is still going. Um, because it's been it's eight o'clock. It's twenty past eight. Sorry, uh, UK time uh now and this started at two o'clock today so this has been running for six hours and 20 minutes which is crazy basically what this is it is the stream is still going i've just checked it by the way what this is um for those of you that may or may not know there's an artist called boss logic you've heard of him before haven't you he's done like various different things uh i've heard of the name i haven't really followed him a whole lot so okay i've seen some of his uh artwork and stuff and i think he does some music or whatever online um it was basically it's basically been him for six hours and 20 minutes so far Uh, i haven't noticed the stream stopping for a break or anything which is interesting um i think he's drawing the assassin's creed poster for whatever the new game's called now i can't tell you what the new game's called because it hasn't been revealed yet uh but of course there's been the suspicions it's called ragnarok or vikings assassin's creed or something like that um what do you make of this situation well, he's obviously referencing something when he draws, so he's got an advanced leak of something and is being allowed to let it out. Either that, or he's just completely taking a stab in the dark as to what it might be. So, hmm. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed in a long time. Uh, I did play a bit of Black Flag, and I did play a bit of the side-scrollers when they were free games with gold, but other than that, I don't really have that much into... Uh, that uh, world so mm-hmm. i've just got more of the confusion side of like okay like if he wanted to do this like uh, this this six hour stream which is an incredibly long amount of time um i i think it's a really weird way to reveal the game um like i get it people are quarantining and stuff and people may want to watch someone draw something for six hours i'm not knocking against that but I've never known anything like this in the industry before. Um, apart, the, the only thing I th- can think of... Do you remember... I think it was with Season 7 of Game of Thrones, not Season 8. Do you remember when they had that thing that time where... Um, they had the the, the air date of... Se- I'm pretty sure it was Season 7. Um, the air date of Season 7 was getting revealed for Game of Thrones. This was going back a couple of years. And they had this... I think it was 12 hours or 24 hour stream of ice slowly melting. And it eventually revealed the date. Do you remember that at all? No no um but uh yeah it, it, that's the only other thing in this entire industry that i can think of that's been something like that like you you've got countdowns on websites i'm sure that, you know there was when uh when disney plus was getting ready to launch in the uk if you if you went on if you searched for disney plus in the uk and went on their website it had a countdown but it wasn't like someone drawing something or ice melting or something like that it was just okay here's, here's a picture of some disney pixar star wars marvel stuff uh, like their their logo or whatever and just had a date um but yeah very very weird way to uh i mean I, I don't know if this is like a full reveal of the game or just location reveal or i don't know what it is uh, i'll check the stream when we go to finish the podcast to see if any of it any of it's been finished or revealed because of course we'd like to talk about what the actual game is going to be called and where it's going to be set and all that sort of thing so um because he has done quite a lot of it in that amount of time so we'll just have to wait and see but uh that was the weird thing for today because they announced it um the stream was happening about 30 minutes before it actually was uh or about an hour or so before it actually was and then it just sort of started so 
there we go. Uh, speaking of release dates and reveals and things, of course, a couple of weeks ago uh, there was the announcement of the delay for The Last of Us and they gave no new date. Uh, Ghost of uh, Tsushima wasn't officially delayed at that time, it was still scheduled to come out uh, at the end of June. Uh, but Sony came out yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, and said that they've got new dates for both The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, so Last of Us 2 is going to be released on the uh, 19th of June, and Ghost of Tsushima is going to be the 17th of July. So they've been bumped slightly. Uh, previously, Last of Us 2 was going to be the end of May. Of course, that was delayed with no new date, but now we have one. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, that's roughly a month as well, uh, the end of sort of June to middle of middle of July. So two to three weeks, give or take. Um yeah, any thoughts on any thoughts on this? No, I mean I'm not surprised that the game was delayed. I'm only surprised that it got delayed as much as it did, but or as little as it did. I thought it was something that could get delayed a lot longer than that. Yeah. Um but other than that, no, I'm nothing really big coming out of that, so Cool. Uh just want to read a little statement I got here from uh I think this is from Sony. As our teams at Sony Interactive Entertainment and Worldwide Studios approach development for milestones and confront a world changed by COVID-19, which is, of course, one of the main reasons that this was happening and all that, uh, we find ourselves having to adapt to today's ever-changing environment. Environment amidst some disruptions to our working styles, we wanted to provide an update to PlayStation gamers who are eager to learn about uh, our next exclusive titles when and when they will arrive to PS PlayStation 4. As we begin to see an ease in the global distribution environment, uh, I'm pleased to confirm The Last of Us Part 2 will, will arrive on June 19th and Ghost of Tsushima will be on the 17th of July. I want to personally congratulate and both thank the teams at Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch um, on their achievements, because of course those are through the, the uh, develop, developers of those games. Uh, as we know, it's not e- an easy feat uh, to reach the final, um, to, to reach the finish line. Son- sorry, under uh, these circumstances, both teams have worked hard to deliver world-class experiences, and we can't wait to see for you to see what you make of them when they release. So that is their statement. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, it's pretty true about you know how the virus has affected the entire world, basically. Um, so yeah, any thoughts on that? No, I mean it's your fairly standard boilerplate uh, statement that's coming out. Nothing really shocking in on that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of The Last of Us Two, um, there's been some uh, one of the developers apparently at Naughty Dog uh, was quite unhappy with I think their working situation or wage situations or something to do with that. Uh, they've decided to leak. Now, I'm not, no, no spoilers are going to be revealed here. Obviously, I'm not going to just throw spoilers for Last of Us 2 out there. Plus, I haven't seen them, which is which is good. Because, obviously, I don't want to know any spoilers for the game um, until I play it. Uh, or once I finish it or whatever. Um, yeah, so basically, there was some... There was I think the script was leaked for the game. And there was also... I don't know if it was a screenshot or some sort of video of the ending and stuff like that. Uh, what do you make of that situation the game being leaked essentially uh i mean that's just jerks being jerks i mean that's not anything unheard of i mean leaks have happened all the time yeah yeah uh i mean it goes without saying that like you know obviously if you post anything to twitter or to facebook involving entertainment talk with well really any spoilers uh of of things like that obviously you know if, if i if i post 
reviews of stuff that have got spoilers in it or just spoilers i always give kind of you know clear warnings and all that sort of thing um you know it goes without saying if you post anything in the group or the facebook page or you tweet something at me you'll just be blocked so don't bother doing that and you'll also annoy me quite a bit i know i'm looking forward to the game quite a lot um i'd still say you know more than any of the other gamers uh just a kind of fun thing that i've been kind of saying recently in that but uh I'll be very, very, very annoyed if uh, this game gets spoiled and leaked. I I know a couple of people that have um, accidentally seen some spoilers. There's uh, I'm not going to say their name because obviously that they're they're a friend on Facebook. Uh, but a couple of friends on Facebook have said that they accidentally came across some spoilers. Uh, there's the YouTuber uh, Tyro Magnus. Um, he posted a video about I I didn't watch it or whatever because I don't want to know anything at all. I don't know if he talked about the spoilers, but he he posted a video basically saying that he's. Uh, read the spoilers by accident or something so uh, a few people that i know and follow and all that on the internet uh have uh, unfortunately seen any of uh, uh some of it um not that you would reveal what you've heard or seen but have you seen anything from this game like by accident or anything uh the specifics of the game no several of the youtube channels that i follow um have covered it as a news article and they've all not been spoilery part of it they all say no spoils on this okay. uh, but then they talk about things in generality so it's you know i don't know the specifics of what's going on in the game but i kind of have a sense of the direction that the game might be going okay and uh i really couldn't comment past that because like i said it's might be going i don't know it that is going that way for sure so right okay but uh, yeah, everybody be careful. Obviously, we've got to be careful of spoilers anyway, in case you're not caught up with things, you haven't played stuff, we haven't watched stuff, or whatever the case may be. So uh, yeah, don't go spreading spoilers. People don't like them, and they ruin... I mean, we've been waiting for, I've been waiting for this, or people have been waiting for this game since 2016, 2017? I can't remember how long it's been, but uh, it's been three or four years, and uh, people don't want things ruined for them. So there you go. Um, any thoughts on the release dates for these two games? No, I mean they're. I mean, obviously, Last of Us Part Two. I have played through it basically just to get the story, but it's not anything on my must-buy list. And uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I'm honestly expecting that to get delayed again until mm. after the PS5 comes out, just because I need that bit of separation. You don't want those two big games coming out close to each other. Yeah, I think that's possibly an issue as well. That the you know June and July, uh, and then not even yeah, you got nineteenth and seventeenth. Um, so that's barely even a month. Uh, so that's that's possibly one issue. But I mean, yeah, I'm gonna play Last of Us two first, and then Ghost after I've finished Last of Us. Yeah. And obviously they're different developers, but that would be like uh, Bethesda putting out Starfield, and then a month later coming out with uh, Elder Scrolls six. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I think Ghost should have maybe been like mid-August or something like that. I don't know. Because, I, I mean, then you eventually you do bump into Cyberpunk in September. But, uh, you know, so there we go. Uh, what else have we got here? Destroy All Humans. Uh, did you play the original version of that? I think it was on the PS2. I don't know. I think I might have played <laughs> like an Xbox version of that a long time ago. But that was a long time ago. Okay, uh, but this is of course from THQ Nautic, who we haven't talked about in quite a few months. They've stopped buying things, it seems. Uh, so have Microsoft as well. 
Uh, but you know, there was there was what three or four or five podcasts where we were like THQ have bought this and that and this and that, and it was just <laughs> kind of continuous. So um, yeah, one of those games that they have actually been you know bought the IP for and have been developing. Because uh, didn't we talk at one, one point they had like fifty five games in development or some fifty five of their IP were in development. Yeah, for, for, like for new some, games some insane something. number. Like I know it was over fifty. I forget the exact number, but I know it was over fifty. Yeah, they had that many number of games in development. So, mm-hmm. uh, but one of those, Destroy All Humans, has got a release date of July twenty eighth. So even just even that is just slightly after. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Of course, that's the same month, but at the end of the month, uh, are you going to give this a try at all? I might. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. It looks like one of them... I mean, it's a THQ game, and they also have Saints Row. So that should give you some indication of that. By the way, Saints Row, I have zero interest to, to play at all. Uh, I know a lot of people are happy about the remasters and things that are going on, but it's just not my uh, not my boat, I suppose, or not my cup of tea. Um, but yeah, that comes out 28th of July, so we're getting some dates for some stuff. So basically, what game is coming out next? Um, so we're in April. I'm not sure about... Um, May, but of course June we got Last of Us, July we got both Destroy Humans and Ghost, uh, August, we'll probably have something in August I'm guessing, uh, and then September's going to be Cyberpunk, because uh, we still don't know yet at the moment, granted it's a little bit early to know, but some of the um, autumn, fall release dates, like the October, November sort of uh, games and that, of course that's where E3 was supposed to come in and tell us all that sort of thing, but um, we don't really know about them yet, uh, but this unnamed Assassin's Creed game is probably in the list for that as well. Uh, so that's that as well. So look out for that on the 28th of July. That's, I know there's a lot of people nostalgic for that sort of game. And um, it's great that they get to enjoy it all over again. In better graphics and gameplay and on a PS4. So there's that. Uh, DICE has confirmed that a new Battlefield. So not Battlefront. This is not This is the Battlefield one. Not the Star Wars Battlefront one. Uh, a new Battlefield game is going to be scheduled for 2022. Uh, sorry, 2021. Sorry, uh, and the Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, upcoming Battle on Scarif uh, content update will be its last. Uh, of course, they've been rotating these two for for quite a while. Uh, Battlefront 2 has had quite a long life cycle, really. When did that come out? 2018, 2017. It's been at least two or three years, I think. For uh, for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Of course it had all its microtransaction stuff at the start. And now it's kind of really gone pretty quiet. But uh, I've heard it's a fairly decent game now. Um, you know. So there you go. Uh, but what do you think of uh, DICE's plans here. For Battlefield and Battlefront. I mean they can do what they want to do. It's one of those things that. If they're doing that. And they're making money and all that other fun stuff. And uh, yay great for them. If not you know. Doesn't affect me. Because again I don't play shooters that much. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I played the. Um, I went to play. What was the last one? Battlefield Five, I think it was. Was the last one. Um, and it just. It, I don't know. Something about it just didn't really click. I think that they just went in kind of a wrong direction with that. But uh, Battlefield Three and Four were were pretty good. So uh, that's that as well. Um, but yeah, I've seen that they've added like Anakin Skywalker uh, for Battlefront Two. I've seen that they've added like Anakin Skywalker, the grown up version obviously they've got bb8 in there uh rays in there i think they added some rogue one characters uh and things like that so um there's plenty in there to do i don't i don't know the state of the game itself but uh that's in there as well so that's all the news that i've got uh what do you want to talk about this week uh well first up is we've got some uh, cyberpunk 2077 news um the game uh, fortunately the game doesn't 
appear to be getting delayed again because they've uh, sent out the uh, ratings board to the game's uh, rating boards uh, for each various country that it's getting released in. And uh, the actual ratings for the Brazilian version of the game got published uh, by the classification board, which was quickly screenshotted, translated, dumped into a Reddit post, and then uh, got taken down. Now, unlike The Last of Us 2, which we just talked about, this isn't about spoilers. This is just confirmation of what's in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the Somebody on Twitter with the Twitter handle Idle Sloth, which I love, posted the image of it and said uh, the ratings for Cyberpunk 2077 seem pretty crazy, to which the uh, designer, and I'm going to butcher his, their name, so forgive me, Powell Sasko. Uh, replied to that saying you're surprised we don't fuck around and so here are the ratings as listed by the brazilian video games rating board weapons without violence moderate or hinted at use of illicit drugs weapons with violence criminal act criminal actions without violence the strip description of consuming of illegal drugs a derogatory language verbal aggression violent acts sexual pleasurement consumption of illegal drugs Violent descriptions, exposure to danger, exposure to death corpse, body injury, foul language, sexual language, blood, description of illicit drug consumption or trafficking, sexualization, sexual exploitation, intentional death, nudity, prostitution, sexual relationships, uh, consuming of illegal drugs, mutilation, intense sexual relationships, suicide, and cruelty. So, yeah, that's a thing. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of stuff in there. But, yeah, uh, and anybody that's uh, familiar with the cyberpunk universe from the old uh, dice game knows that. Yeah, that's about par for the course. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, you'll see most of that as well in things like The Witcher Three. Obviously, you know, different genre, different game, uh, different characters. So there's certain mm-hmm. things that you that certain things in there that you won't see. Um, what what was the sexual pleasure pleasurement? That's an interesting way to phrase that. Yeah. Yeah. Was... And since this was sent in uh, to the country of Brazil and it was translated, obviously some of the the wording and phrasing is going to be a little off, but you mm-hmm. know, can't yeah. be helped there. Yeah. Was there a thing you were going to surprise me with with the ratings? No, or... it's just that it, if you're not familiar with the cyberpunk world, uh-huh. that would come as a bit of a surprise. But for anybody that isn't surprised by that at all, it, it means they they know what that game is about. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised by anything you sort of read out there, because uh, like Robert said, this isn't sport. I mean, there's no nothing mentioned in there in terms of characters or story or anything. It's just the contents of the game. Um, but yeah, a lot of those themes, as you were kind of reading them out and I was thinking about what Cyberpunk is, kind of a futuristic GTA with some changes in a way. Uh, like the, the, There is a lot of similar stuff in there that you'd see in, G- in GTA. Obviously, you've got, you know, set in 2077 so it's futuristic and all that uh, a lot more sci-fi stuff in there um would you kind of agree with that yeah i mean even the gta online has some sci-fi stuff in it mm-hmm. every now and then if you know where to look yeah um and so in terms of that it's not really that much different than gta but i gotta imagine they're dialing that up to 11 yeah yeah so um yeah i love the uh what was what was the comment again from the cd project red uh, the the developer said we don't fuck around. <laughs> I love those guys; they're great. Yeah, uh, just, just just all of if most of if not all the comments they've made ever since this game was you know fully revealed and all that 
has just been they they've just nailed everything so far. Um, you know, from the the Xbox Series X upgrade to no microtransactions, no pre-order bonuses. Uh, they will have DLC, but if you know CD Projekt Red, you know that when they do DLC, which is you know fifteen pounds for for a DLC or something, it's it's damn worth it because I've played obviously the uh, I think it's Blood and Wine and then Heart and Stone. I can't remember which way around they are, but uh, yeah, they're, they're the obviously um, extra DLC parts for uh, Witcher Three. But in no way, shape, or form did that ever feel like money grabbing. It was because I mean, Witcher Three on its own huge huge game uh, and i imagine cyberpunk is going to be as big if not bigger or maybe t- something similar you know um so like if 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 you're going to point out anything else outside the game's uh you know price is going to be future dlc stuff dlc stuff that they possibly do um because they've talked about multiplayer as well haven't they obviously we didn't have that in uh, witcher 3 but i strongly doubt that you're going to see microtransactions in there because as they've said literally before they don't do greed they leave that to others uh, which is again another great comment just just uh, all of if not most of the comments that they've made just surrounding everything with this game uh, has been excellent so far uh, what do you think of their i guess their handling of pr what do you think of that yeah i mean they definitely know what not to say and they definitely mm. know what not to get what's not going to piss somebody off um, as for the multiplayer, they did say that they're going to do it eventually, but they couldn't get it out in time or get it to the level they wanted to. And I could see them doing multiplayer just as a DLC, but it's one of those things that, you know, they put all the work into it, so they obviously uh, have earned the right to do that. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I would be fine with a uh, um, a a multiplayer DLC because then I wouldn't have to pay for it if I didn't want it. Yeah. 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 Just wish it was the same as, uh, just wish Warzone worked that way. I could just unselect it and not have to install it. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this game a lot. I know it's your most anticipated game. Mine's still Last of Us 2, obviously. Uh, those things I think from either of us haven't changed. Uh, is it still your most anticipated game? Oh yeah. I can't wait to play that. Cool. Uh, so let's look forward to those in June and September. Do you think it will come out in September, uh, Cyberpunk? Uh, I really hope so. Yeah. I really hope that it comes out in September. Yeah, that'd be a good month as well. So I like when games come out in sort of June, July, August, because none of them really do. Um, unless it's like, I remember the, um, not Spyro, but the Crash Trilogy remastered and the... Uh, CTR remastered uh, Nitro Field came out in the summer as well. So more companies should try and release games in because that's when that's that's when you can avoid the Call of Duties, the the Battlefield, Battlefronts, Fifas, all that sort of stuff that you know make the millions or sell millions of copies. That's that's the prime time really to go and release those sorts of games. So not saying that things like Last of Us Two and Cyberpunk are small games. They're definitely not. But um, you, you you can just release games in uh, the summer months as well. So. We shall see. Uh, but that's for Cyberpunk. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Well, on the complete opposite end of that spectrum, uh, Microsoft announced the system requirements for Flight Simulator, which they announced at last year's uh, E3. And it's a bit of a beefy thing. So the minimum hard drive space is going to be 150 gigs, which is not a record for PCs. Uh, Red Dead 2 on the PC also took that as well. Um, the ideal specs is going to be for a Ryzen Pro 7 2700 and a Radeon 
8 uh, GPU for AMD, or if you're rocking the Intel side, it's going to be an i7-9800X with an NVIDIA RTX 2080 graphics card, along with 32 gigs of RAM. And this is the game's, uh, that's the max specs. That's like the, the premiere. Uh, the minimum specs is a little bit more manageable with the Ryzen 3 1200 CPU with an RTX 570 graphics card or an Intel 550-440-60 and an NVIDIA GTX 770. Um, so the high end, um, those are really high ends. And then the low ends, those are still kind of fairly recent. I'd say within like the last three or four years mm-hmm. uh, for that. But still, it looks like it's going to be uh, a kind of a beefy game. So, Yeah, I can't remember if I brought this up on the... Um podcast uh i did actually check out some videos for that game i think i probably mentioned that i can't remember sometimes i you know i do so many podcasts i don't remember everything that i say uh but the important stuff um looks like a really great game i'm i'm excited to to jump into that hopefully if it comes to xbox and to presumably game pass then as well because i assume that would probably happen but uh we'll have to wait and see on that um I, off by heart, I don't know the specs of this laptop, but I can probably tell you that they're lower than the, the low-end stuff that this game uh, requires. I don't think there's probably a game, unless it's like Solitaire or something, I don't think that there's a a, a, a big kind of PC game like that that could, that could run on here. I mean, I've tried to, I've tried to run even basic things like Fortnite or something on here, and uh, it just doesn't do it. it. It's not something that bothers me or whatever, it's something I already was kind of prepared for, because as, as I've said multiple times before I do my gaming on my console and then on my consoles and then uh, use the laptop for podcasts and uh, other bits and pieces and that so um, but uh, how about you are you going to be able to run this or are you going to play it on Xbox or what do you what's your plans for it yeah well like I said last week I did finally get the build hmm. for my yeah. uh, PC done I that uh Radeon, uh, that Ryzen uh, 7 2700 is the processor that I have in my computer. I don't have that good of a graphics card, but I wasn't going for that good of a graphics card. Um, but on you know on that high end of it, I can take care of it in that way. So cool, nice. Uh, but look forward to that. Do we have a date for that? I don't think we do. Uh, no official date yet, but most people are speculating sometime between August and September. Because if you release the hardware specs, then you're about ready for it to be coming out. So Okay, cool. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, Nintendo officially confirmed that their uh, accounts have been hacked for, these, for your Nintendo Switch. Uh, they did acknowledged uh, last Friday that there was a privacy breach with up to 160,000 accounts. Uh, the breach began earlier this month and is linked directly to the Net- Nintendo Network ID login system. Uh, the warning was that players' nicknames, date of birth, regions, and email addresses may have been viewed by a third party, but that unauthorized digital purchases could not have been made in the Nintendo eShop. However, it noted that no credit card information was stolen. Uh, prior to that, people complaining on social media that hackers were spending hundreds of dollars on Fortnite currency on the Switch... Um, but there was no real confirmation on that. Um, but they did eventually confirm that there was a hack, just um, e-purchases could not have been made. Okay, yeah. Uh, this was something that did concern me a bit, because obviously I do have a Switch account. I own a Nintendo Switch. Uh, I've not noticed anything on there. I've not gone on my Switch since, so I don't know if there's like a message on there, or I I, I don't know. I've not I've not noticed 
anything. I've not had any emails or anything like that. Or there's been no, um, you know, nothing. Nothing's been charged from Nintendo or or from anything else. Everything's been kind of normal as far as that stuff goes. Um, so uh, I'm not going to assume that I'm like safe from it or whatever. Maybe somebody did get something from my my account, but I've not noticed anything. Um, so, because I mean, I've had people you know log into my email and other stuff before, and I've you know you, you get those alerts through uh, emails and stuff. It's it's usually a login alert, isn't it? Like someone's mm-hmm. logged into your account and they're in this location and on this device or whatever. But uh, nothing has uh, happened as far as I as far as I know, which is good. So um, yeah, hopefully I won't have anything to worry about. But hopefully everybody is okay with their accounts and didn't get any money taken or or whatever. Uh, interesting that they've gone for the Fortnite cards. Um, I mean, if you if you're yeah, I mean yeah, it's a it's a game that they kind of chose. So that's that's just that. Um, but what do you think of this? Yeah, well, I mean, let's be honest. Nintendo's never been the best at doing the internet thing. No, I mean they've tripped and stumbled and bumbled their way through it pretty much since Switch came out. Yeah, I mean, how when you think about it, the uh, the Wii came out about the same time as the 360 and the PS3, and none of those had any kind of internet presence. So yeah, yeah, and we talked obviously a few years ago about uh, the voice app on the the Switch, and you have to have the screen unlocked and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, because they don't have normal party chat function. Um, speaking of that, just on a little side note, PSN's pretty bad for that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, you're talking about, um, let's say someone's invited me to a game of Call of Duty and then they've invited me to a party and all that sort of stuff. The process of actually going through that is way worse than it, than it should be. Um, I think what, what the problem is, is when, cause obviously I'm on the, the game and then I can open up the, the side menu and all that sort of thing. Um, when somebody invites me to a party and I open that notification, it like loads a separate app. And stuff, and it's just Pearson's just so slow. Um, like we we've talked about that before, but like goodness, the, the just just the process of being invited to a party and all that. And uh, there's a few situations where like I I died early in a round, and I thought, okay, maybe I've got some time to join the party that, that I've been invited to, and then uh, get in with the chat thing. But by the time I actually joined that party, the next round had started. So. Yeah, it's it it's slow. It's it's not great. So although yes, Nintendo is doing a lot worse than Sony, Sony still isn't that great at that stuff. Um, and it's I I think it is mainly probably due to the speed of PSN because if the speed of that had been quicker, then I could have got into that party quicker. But uh, yeah, it's it's not great. Um, any thoughts on the Sony side of that sort of stuff? I know that you know that PSN's slow as well. So yeah, and I've heard a lot of complaints about the Sony PSN store. Um, I think the weirdest complaint that I've heard is that you can't add something to your wish list from the console. You have to add it from like the, the Sony app on the mobile device, which makes no sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the other things I noticed as well, when I did join one of, one of the parties I was invited to it, instead of switching it for game from game chat to party chat, I joined the party and then it says like what audio do you want to prioritize and for some reason it automatically switched itself back to game chat so then I joined the party was in the party it switched to game chat I then closed the not closed it minimized if you will the party invitation thing went back to the game I was like why can't I hear anybody and then loaded the party app and it said priority is is game chat so that 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 just 
yeah, slowed the whole thing down even more. So there you go. But uh, it is what it is. So there you go. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Oh, well, we got the free games uh, for Games with Gold this month. And granted, they are a little bit better than last month. But let's be fa- let's face it, uh, last month's games, they had to specially order that really low bar to get under. Mm. So getting over that specially ordered low bar is not really that hard. Uh, for the Xbox One, is going to be V-Rally at the start of the month, which is another racing game that they're dumping on there. At the end of the month is going to be Warhammer 40K Inquisitor, which is a Diablo-style game in the Warhammer 40K universe. On the uh, 360 is the Sensible World of Soccer, which I don't know what makes soccer sensible. Um, over in the UK, you guys storm the field and kill refs. Um, uh. And then Overlord 2, which is sadly the best game out of that bunch. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw footage from these games. I watched the um, Major Nelson video that he does every month. Uh-huh. I, 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 that soccer game looks... I, I don't even know. Um, like, yeah, it, it, it doesn't look great. So, um, <laughs> But uh, I I do think this is one of the worst months for Games of Gold that we've had. I don't know about the worst month because there might have been months previously that we've just forgotten about. But uh, that's, that's pretty bad, a selection. Um... But it's it, some people was pointing out in the comments, you know, not that you should read YouTube comments, but I was just interested to see what people would say. The way that like Major Nelson speaks about these games is like, hey, you can do this and that in this game and get ready to join this world of exciting so and so and whatever. And seeing him go through the speech of explaining these games and uh, pulling off this like excited kind of voice, because obviously, you know, he's speaking to games of gold subscribers and he wants you to be excited for those games. I know he's just doing his job and all that, and you know that's that's great and everything but it's it is funny sometimes to hear like with the worst of kind of games him try because he's obviously reading some sort of um description of the game or something uh but seeing hearing him try to sort of read that in a, in, in in a somewhat excited voice is uh interesting to say the least so um yeah what would you make of this month uh well i mean the the warhammer one i'm curious about because i am familiar with that franchise I, I've heard good things about Overlord 2, but I've never really had a chance to play it. But outside of that, you know, the Inside Xbox and uh, This Week on Xbox that Major Nelson does, uh, I mean, he's a hype man. That's what his job is. It's his yeah, job yeah. to hype things up. So, you know, that's just what it is. So, mm-hmm. No, I get it. He's doing his job and all that, and he, he has to speak like that. But it's just interesting with some of the worser games when he's still trying to do it. So, yeah. But uh, what, what did you think of that football game? <laughs> I couldn't even bring myself to see it. That that made just calling it the sensible world of soccer just mm. immediately made me want to hate it. Yeah, you you don't put sensible in in football. Um, no, not 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 anymore. Fun and entertaining, yeah, but not sensible. Not not when you've got players that um, are injured, quote unquote, and then they go out and play basketball. That's not. Uh, sensible or something that makes sense i am referencing a man united player i might as well say uh, paul pogba there's no you know um that was a few months ago but uh yeah so that's your games with gold for gosh may we're almost in may already so yep getting up there there you go Uh, i believe you've got the ps plus games there as well yeah the ps plus games uh i mean last month well this month technically with the two good games and then the the better free game 
And then the month before that, we had two really good games. So somebody at Sony says, you know what we need to do? Uh, we need to punch ourselves in the face really, really hard. So the first game up is City Skylines from Paradox Interactive. I mean, if you're into like a really calm, zen, uh, SimCity-looking kind of city-based planning game, I guess you could do that. Uh, and then uh, Farming Simulator 19 is your other game. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think these games are better than the games with gold ones. But, I mean, you can't have every, Uncharted every month, plus there's only, yeah. there's only, there's only four of them. Uh, I mean, you, but, could put, you could put Lost Legacy on there, I suppose, but, um, you know, you can't always have one of the big Sony exclusives every month. But, um, yeah, uh, two kind of relaxing games, from what I understand, with the farming thing, with the City Skylines. Uh, I think David's played City Skylines before. He likes those sort of, you know, Planet Zoo and, and those sorts of games. Um, farming Simulator, I don't think he's played. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of sim- yeah, there's a lot of them simulator games out there, and uh, people like those. So, um, not the worst month we've seen, not the best month we've seen, but I think still a, still a good one. Um, but if you're not, but then again, if you're not into any of these kind of building or simulator kind of games, this isn't going to be for you at all. And that's the boat that I fall into. So, there we go. Who knows? Maybe I could do like a Let's Play Sunday for both of them or something. Because uh, I've mm-hmm. obviously got my PS Plus, so there's no harm in doing that. So, there you go. Um, yeah. Any th- any other thoughts on these games? No, I mean. I, like I said, a couple I'm going to try out, but the rest, no, I'm not. So Cool. Uh, but that's your PS Plus for May. Uh, I was having a little bit of a discussion about an hour or so ago um, with some people about, obviously, these games and stuff. I just don't know why they're not offering any PSVR games. I'm not asking for two, not even for two of them, because obviously you used to have two PS3, two Vita, two PS4, and then obviously on the Xbox side you had two... 360, two Xbox One games. Why can't you offer just one PSVR game? Um, this isn't me falling into the boat of like we're in quarantine and give us more free stuff. Because uh, obviously it's part of a subscription. You do have to actually pay money towards it. But there's loads of VR games. I just don't know why they they, they did it like now and again. They put um, like Firewall on there before, which I went and grabbed at the time. Um, any thoughts as to why they might not be doing VR games? I just don't. Yeah. Well, you know they don't think there's enough of an install base to want to do a VR game, or they Mm. don't think that um, people would value those games as much. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe like if they started offering them and then somebody maybe thought, Hey, if you're starting to offer free PSVR games, I could go and get a unit or something. I don't know. I just think that they should be trying to offer like one of them. And I'm not necessarily asking for like, hey, do Astro Bot, then Beat Saber, then Bl- Blood and Lines or whatever. Some of the smaller games is, is, is perfectly fine as well. Um, but uh, it's an option for them. So we shall see. Because what's the, what's the other thing that you get? Isn't it like um, storage thing? Like 100 gigabytes of the cloud? The, the yeah, for your cloud, cloud game, day, game, day, game play storage. Yeah. But yeah. 100 gig, I mean, think about it. If Let's say on the completely impossible side that uh, each game you have requires a gig for safe space that you still have to have a hundred gigs to fill that up, a hundred games to fill that up. Mm. And yeah. most game saves are not a, a gig on uh, maybe on like an extremely large size. They might be like a hundred megs. Yeah. So that would be a thousand games before you fill that up. Mm-hmm. And those are only going to be for like the super heavy active users. Yeah. So, uh, all right, that's your free games. Well, uh, it's free with a subscription that offers other stuff. 
So it's interesting because when people say like, "Hey, the extraction film from Netflix got added. You can watch it on Netflix for free." You don't watch it on Netflix for free. You pay for Netflix and then watch the stuff that's on there. But anyway, um, so what else do you want to talk about today? That's all I had. So cool. Uh, let's move into some feedback and questions and things. Uh, if you'd like to submit those yourself, uh, any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about video games or anything related to entertainment talk, you are more than welcome. Just don't send us spoilers or you'll be blocked. Uh, Kyle, so, uh, by the way, you can do that. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, Kyle, uh, let's say that Cyberpunk 2077 doesn't get the upgrade treatment on the PS5 that it will do on Xbox. How interested are you in the end of current gen titles being crossed by on the PS5 and Series X? Uh, so he's of course talking about the news from probably a couple of months ago I think uh, that CD Projekt Red said that basically if you go to buy um, uh, Cyberpunk that you'll get the free upgrade version on the Xbox Series X. It was something I can't remember the exact thing, but it, it was something like that, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, so. it's a basically an enhanced pack. For yeah, the enhancement. That's it. When yeah. the it's very similar to when um, uh, they went from the. Uh, uh, the S to the X, and then they bet. Then they did, um, you know, hands for for one X and things like that. So it's basically going to be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but uh, in terms of cross-gen games, of course, we are probably going to get some of them. We talked about, uh, yeah, Watchdog last week, didn't we? Having potentially mm-hmm. uh, released on PS4 and PS5. Um, I mean, to me, it, it depends what we end up being able to get once these consoles come out, when they actually come out as well. Um, but I think for me, if let's say, I mean, I'm going to get Watch Dogs on the PS4 because I'm excited for it when that comes out, presumably before the PS5 launches. Um, for me, it would be a simple case of once I get a PS5 or a Series X um, or you know the ne- next console, which will, you know, I'm mainly aiming to get the PS5. Once I get that, if there's then, I don't know, let's say the next Assassin's Creed game comes out. If it's a cross-gen version with the PS5, I'll get the PS5 version instead of playing it on my ps4 um what do what what are your plans for like game releases in terms of that oh it's way too early i'm honestly not going to know until the consoles launch what i'm going to be able to do when the consoles launch okay um but we shall see how all that works out so um because that's going to be the case for certain launch games certain games that will come out on ps5 will still be probably on ps4 and you know xbox one and series x and all that so uh but probably things like you know Imagine Call of Duty, FIFA, some of those like annualized franchises, NBA, and all that sort of thing. So, we shall see. Uh, Evan asks, uh, someone asked you before about what the PS5 could look like, but what do you want the PS5 and Series X to do ports-wise? Uh, any specific cables, etc. So, uh, yeah, in terms of the cables that we use now, like, I don't know, headphones or certain HDMI cables or whatever, um, is there anything, because I'm assuming you're going to go for the Series X over the PS5, um, just because of how, how you're ingrained with the Xbox and that sort of thing. Um, what do you want the Series X to have in terms of, like, cable ports and things? Uh, well, I don't really use a whole lot of external ports, so okay. I don't have, like, a... Uh, you know, spiff out or digital out for audio or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, that's not anything that would factor into it. Okay, because you'd have things like, um, yeah, the, those audio cables that you can get. Uh, you got things like Ethernet cables. Do you, I'm, I'm assuming you go wireless then with uh, 
No, I stick stuff. to the wired. I, I find the speed much better sticking okay. to a wired connection. Okay, so you'll, yeah, they'll probably have an Ethernet slot thing, I, I'm imagining. Yeah, I can't imagine. There's no real reason to get rid of an Ethernet port. I think I remember seeing it on the leaked photos that we talked about I think so, yeah. a while back. Uh, just because it's super cheap and super reliable as a technology, so there's no real need to get away from it. Mm-hmm. What about uh, USB ports? How many of them do you think you'll you'll need? Oh, uh, really? Not more than two. I mean, I I only use the one for that little chat pad that I sent you a picture of um, when I'm like watching Twitch and I need to type out something faster than what you're going to be able to do on a on a controller. Yeah, analog stick in that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for me, so I have obviously the um, when I'm playing VR, I have the the, the VR thing plugged in. Um, so that's one cable. Uh, sometimes I'll charge controllers on it because it's the PS4 USB slots closer to me than what my Xbox thing is. Um, so I usually use the PS4. If, even if it is to charge an Xbox One controller, I will usually plug it into the PS4 because obviously it still charges that way. Um, so two to three will be about right for me. I don't usually need to because obviously I play FIFA with Dad and stuff. Um, we obviously stream that and everything. Um, but there's been very few. It will usually be either my controller or his that's that's low on battery. It's never usually both. If it is, it's usually by the time we finish playing the game anyway. So I'll sort of just have his controller. I'll, I'll have you know you know both of them sort of plugged in then then or whatever. But um, yeah, so to two two to three possibly. That at most I've maybe got you know uh, a controller charging and then the PSVR thing in. There's I don't think of I can't think of a situation where I've had both controllers charging. Or more than that, because obviously there's the PS4 controller and the two Xbox One controllers. I can't think of a situation where I've been charging three controllers, uh, sorry, two controllers, and then uh, had the VR headset plugged in. So yeah, two to three will will about do it for me as well. So yeah, I I just spent the twenty bucks on getting the replacement batteries with a little charger that you can put off to the side. Mm-hmm. You see those on Amazon all the time. They're like twenty thirty bucks it's for the Xbox. Uh, it's a replacement battery. Um, that put goes into the battery casing, and for the PlayStation, it's just a little mount thing that you can stick mm-hmm. and plug in from the USB port. But that way, it doesn't draw any power onto the the console if I'm trying to do something, and then I can kind of have it off to the side, uh, charging a controller. Cool. Um, there's the other situation where, like, that you've got obviously the two Move controllers. They're separate. They do charge separately. I don't recall ever playing VR with those plugged in. Plus, that's actually dangerous because, of course, I could trip on those wires or whatever. I could also trip on the headset wire, but that's beside the point. Um, which I've 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 stepped on it a couple of times, but I've not come close to like tripping up on it. Because, of course, you do have to have that plugged in. But um, I if I know the move controllers are low, I'll just do something else and then charge them. So that will cause me to unplug the. Uh, headset the vr headset thing and then charge both of those uh controllers together so they 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 aren't usually plugged in all at the same time so i think we've answered that question um but yeah there's no other ports otherwise like i don't use an ethernet cable because the router's um downstairs i'm playing games and stuff upstairs um i don't have the those audio cables i usually either just use the tv speakers or just headphones so i don't need any of that um yeah that's pretty much it so and that is this episode of Random Gaming Talk. Uh, let me quickly, while I do the outro, just check on that Assassin's Creed stream. I do have the just to see if they've shown anything for it. Uh, it's just loading now, but um, yeah. So this has been going 
PS7 hours in like 10 minutes almost. Um, it's not currently loading. It. Oh, there we go. Uh, oh, Assassin's Creed. Here we go. Alright, we've got some actual information on this Assassin's Creed game. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I believe is how you say that. Watch the world premiere trailer tomorrow, 30th of April, 8am Pacific Daylight Time, um, 5pm Central Eastern Time. So they just did a 7 hour stream, where I assume, because I didn't see obviously the finished drawing or whatever. But then they are telling us to tune in tomorrow for the actual trailer. I just I, I just wonder why they just didn't say, hey here's the trailer. I, I'm, I'm not really sure, but... Uh, we will talk about that trailer next week then, because it will obviously be out tomorrow. This podcast is already done and all that, and we've already talked about the stream, which happened today. So, yeah, I guess we'll find out what the game actually looks like tomorrow. Um, any thoughts on any of that information? I like the name Valhalla. It's a, Obviously, everybody's known for a while they've been going with a Nordic slash Viking theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's, that that, makes it... what's that related to, Valhalla? Valhalla is the Hall of the Dead where uh, warriors go after they've uh, uh, died in battle. Okay. Alright. So, we shall see what all that is about tomorrow. So, there we go. But, as I was saying, uh, you can find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you, uh, like I said earlier, if you want to um, check out some TV and film news, David has got you covered there on geektown.co.uk with reliable, up-to-date information, trailers, edit information, casting news, TV film, just TV and film news in general. So uh, you can check out all that. If you want that news in a weekly podcast format, uh, Tuesdays is when that is released, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Just search for Geektown and you should be able to find all those things. Uh, Geektown on Twitter as well, of course. Um for us as well to uh, support the podcast and entertainment talk we're on patreon please check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers that's for review options and free podcast options amazon affiliate link if you're going to buy stuff on amazon like if you want to pre-order assassin's creed tomorrow probably or something or anything else that you want to buy on there uh, you can use our affiliate link. We'll get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. I need to check that as well. Uh, we did get a new subscriber today for the uh, Westworld podcast, so thank you to whoever that was. Uh, but please also rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast feeds, and that will help you get up to date with those. Uh, same thing with Geekdown. Rate, review, subscribe over there. Uh, free options as well. Uh, word of mouth, if you want to tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feed, that really helps us out as well. Um, social media you can share them on Facebook and Twitter and if you can put them in different Facebook groups uh, for streaming uh, Bex is streaming daily on Twitch for geeky chatter and gaming and all that sort of fun stuff uh, Trista Bytes B-Y-T-E-S uh, so Trista and then Bytes B-Y-T-E-S I think if you search that for that on Google you can see her, her Twitch um, link there so just search for that as well and get involved over there follow her and you'll be notified when she goes live as well uh, course for us as well sometimes I stream on Twitch when it decides to work um, and David streams on Twitch sometimes as well uh, for the FIFA streams if you want to keep up to date with that with the 26 to 27 season we're in 2026 on that on that game now uh, so if you want to keep up to date with that that's on Mixer and Robert sometimes streams on Mixer as well uh, and for Let's Play Sundays of course for Moss at the moment the uh, finale for that I suppose will be on Sunday the ending of the game so look out for that on Sunday as well uh, and of course the previous Let's Play Sunday episodes as well Thank you all very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.